0: p.m. Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m. and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m.
1: Hey, guys, Tommy with Revo Knives. Wanted to let you know that we're bringing our knives laser engraved here for 1360 KHNC. You can pick them up at 2 South Parish Avenue here in Johnstown at their radio station. They're laser engraved with their logo. We're really proud to partner with them and have our Revo Knives on display, all for you guys to carry with your EDC rotation. Certainly can't underestimate the quality or the value you get for the money. Stop by and see them today or pick one up at RevoKnives.com.
2: At Build Design America, a division of CarpetWise, turn your current home into your dream home. They work directly with Kiba Studios, where you can work with professional designers to create a 3D model of your new kitchen before bringing it to life. They also remodel bathrooms and other areas of your home. So to bring your remodel from how to wow, contact Build Design America at 303-772-1202 or stop by their showroom at 665 Frontage Road in Longmont, Colorado.
3: The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network.
4: Greetings. Good, Good morning. morning. Welcome to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host and founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand... Well, I don't know what happened there. I guess we were going to do a replay of last week's program. Welcome to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. The kingdoms of this world... Or being shaken. In Hebrews. Chapter 12. Verse 25. See. That you do not refuse. He that speaks. For if they. Escape not who refused him that spake on the earth. Much more. Shall we not escape. If we turn away. From him that speaks in heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he is promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more, signifies the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made. And those things, which cannot be shaken, may remain, or will remain. Wherefore, we have received a kingdom, which cannot be moved. Let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably, with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Christ and the prophets of, of in the Old Testament, Israel's prophets, speaking of the time before the Millennial Kingdom, made it clear through all the writings that in the years prior to Christ's return, the shaking of the Kingdom's of this earth would take place the nations would be shaken societies the religious world the there would be shaking great shaking in the body of Christ in the family of God in all of the seven churches israel would be shaken and the nations would be shaken In God's view, looking from his heaven, he sees three corporate peoples. There are only three corporate peoples within the family of mankind. The the Hebrews, those are the lineage of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Gentiles those that are not of the lineage of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and then the churches of God. Three views in our time in God's, from God's perspective. At the time that Christ was here, during the years of his ministry, there were only two corporate people, peoples, Hebrews, Gentiles, only two. After Christ's death and resurrection, there was a third corporate people that had been, you might say, born, entered into the the scene of humanity. The born-again people of God. Hebrew and Gentile. Initially Hebrew, then eventually, shortly thereafter, God incorporated the Gentile Gentile nations, Gentile people. In the time in which we live, according to Israel's prophets, according to the apostles, according to Christ, God will judge all three of these corporate peoples. That there will be no respecter of persons. There's no respecter of persons individually or corporately. God, in the scriptures, made it very clear through the prophets, again, through Christ himself and through the apostles, that Israel would be apostate, apostate of far from God, distanced, keeping God at an arm's length, and Israel would be apostate, and Israel as the chosen family of the of, of man would be punished. There would be sanctions against the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Israel as a nation. Now, with the churches of God, all seven churches which exist presently, there is within the evangelical churches and non-evangelical churches, the old established religions, Catholicism, Lutheran, Greek, Orthodox, Russian Orthodox, the Orthodox churches, Episcopalian, Protestants basically, there would also be uh, apostasy, great apostasy, just like Israel, the churches would be far from their God. This is the case. And in the time prior to Christ's second coming, the apostasy would be so complete that Chastisement would come upon the churches, the evangelical churches especially, in America. The Pentecostal churches, charismatic churches, and fundamental churches. The apostasy would be complete. The churches would go the way of the world. The churches would, just like Israel... Would be, be full of idolatry. There would be two types of worship within the evangelical churches slash churches of God. There would be, to some degree, true worship of, of Jesus Christ, but there would also be the worshiping of idols. Every kind of idol. Mammon, pleasure, drunkenness, uh, buffeting, eating, taking in the best of the world. Apostasy. Then you have the nations. God is no respecter of persons. Corporately or individually, then the the judgment of the nations also. The nations, Israel, and the churches would be in rebellion to God. And the Christian people, they would think, well, we're not in rebellion to God. I promise you, and I guarantee you, it is evident the churches in America, the evangelical churches, are in rebellion to God. Rebellion to God because they don't want theology to direct, to lead, to put boundaries on their lives. They don't want theology. They want, every man wants to do what is right in his own eyes. They don't want We do not want sound doctrine. We don't want to know anything about eschatology, where we are in time, and we want to do our practice, our our, what what we do, just in our own personal lives. We don't. we, we, We want to live riotously. We want to live like unbelievers. We want to live in the flesh. We want to function in the soul. We don't want to, we don't want to pay the price to learn the important lessons in the Christian faith, the fundamentals of the Christian walk, the disciplines. We don't want to walk in the Holy Spirit. We don't want to pray in the Holy Spirit. We we come to God when we have a need, but after He has answered our prayers and met our need, we are distant from Him. All three corporate peoples, according to God's prophets, the apostles, Christ Himself, in the time before His second coming, Would be in rebellion to God. Don't think that the Christian people cannot be in rebellion to God. The Bible makes it clear they are. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7, 5, 6, 7, 8 through 10. Apostasy. And at the end of the world, In the time, especially the last decade, especially once Antichrist is known and is revealed at the beginning of the seven years of tribulation, it will be known, clear, evident, no doubt, no questioning. Antichrist will be known. He will sign an agreement with the nation of Israel, a covenant a treaty a promise and he will break that promise three and a half years later it is a, it is a contract that is pre-exists before antichrist comes to power or when he he begins to take power he actually begins to take power in his kingdom america before he signs that agreement with Israel. So he's already established as the authority in the United States. He has to be. If he isn't, he can't sign that agreement with Israel to promise not to invade them. The promise isn't to protect Israel, in a sense, from foreign invaders. The agreement is that Israel wants... A promise that Antichrist will not invade Israel. The more I've looked into this over the years, I realize that has to be the case. Israel won't have any problems with Russia, with Iran, with the nations that will come in the prophecies in Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39. Russia will be non-existent as a power. China will still be power, uh, a power in the East, but Russia will no longer be a threat. Russia will be, have been punished, 5 sixths of Russia destroyed. Iran, the other nations that come with Russia again in Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39 are dealt with. The terrorists that surround the, the terrorist groups that surround Israel, in Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, Gaza Strip, South East uh, of Israel, they are that problem is taken care of before Russia. So there are two great wars that will take place before Antichrist signs an agreement with Israel. The apostate church doesn't want to know the truth about eschatology. The apostate church and the leaders of the apostate church for the most part the bulk of the men in in responsible positions here in this country most of them are not addressing the matter of America. They're not addressing the matter of Israel's relationship with America and the Christians in America, in the evangelical churches, aren't concerned about the future because of the great the great doctrine of the demons, the great, great doctrine of the demons pre trib rapture. It is one of the greatest, most powerful doctrines of demons to hit the evangelical churches in in the United States of America. This spirit behind it is so powerful that the Christians that believe this doctrine are apostate because they will not suffer maybe minimally they will not be here maybe initially when antichrist appears but when the great tribulation occurs they will not be here well it is a one of the it is the one of the most powerful doctrines of demons that i could ever speak of The uh, the men that God has put in positions in this country, very, very few, very few, that are standing up against the doctrines of these men for the last 50 years in America, going all the way back to Schofield. Uh, you know, I'm going to do a program... On Schofield, Schofield, this wolf was not even a Christian. This man was not even born again. This man is idolized as one of the great, great men in the churches of God in America. C.I. Scho—I think it's C.I. Schofield. He was divorced. His first wife had a child. Never acknowledged that marriage. Never acknowledged that child. He had men around him that, and it was, it was part of a, an attack on Christianity to make this man a great leader. He was a wolf, a ravenous wolf. And I had to start studying him and i started to realize he never never really talked about christ he never talked about his conversion to christ to be even being a christian if what i'm telling you is true do you realize how easy it is to deceive the christian people of this country and here in this country i could name some of the top wolves, ravenous wolves on the west coast that have great ministries, big ministries, powerful ministries, and they are not even born again. One in particular, not even born again. And all the pastors, MacArthur, and all of them, they spend time with this individual as as if he's a great. He's not even born again. This is the apostasy in America. This is why Christ is going to shake. He's going to shake the evangelical churches like the, the world is going to see and they're going to, you might say, draw back in horror at what is coming to the evangelical churches in this country. In America, this church, I'm going to be direct with you. If I'm not direct with you, then you're going to continue down what you believe is a paved road that leads to glory. But I'm telling you, the road we're on is anything but paved. Well, most of the Christians are on a road that, that is leading to destruction. What is coming up a road, up up ahead on this road, is the greatest hardship to the churches in America, especially in the land of the coming Antichrist, believing that you're going to be delivered from this type of persecution. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. You have to prepare. You have to spiritually make a decision to plan for the long race, the distance. Because if you don't, you're going to turn on your fellow Christian and on Christ because you were deceived and you're going to blame someone else or your deception. And the men of this country that have been proponents of this propaganda, of this great demonic doctrine of a pre trib rapture, began with Schofield and some of these men back then, Darby. These men have done a done a real a disservice. To the Christian churches in America. But be assured that the Lord always has a residue that sees clearly. A small company of people that are faithful that will be faithful to the end. so, the great persecution coming to the churches of America, great persecution, and there's nothing we can do to avoid it. And he it. had the gift and the authority. Boy, I'm telling you, I still have a last, last week's program playing, so I have to watch the board. <clears throat> It's uh, for years I just felt that the Lord wanted me to as much as I wanted to present things to God's children the Lord told me no they won't listen they won't listen they're not ready even when it's time they won't be ready even when it's time are going to they're going to, uh, they're going to uh, put their fingers in their ears they're not going to listen this is because they're apostate last week I I my program was on the gifts that Christ gave us as a church and the the reason is because we're moving into a time that's going to be very difficult and the reason that the gifts were given to God's children was for the purpose of spiritual warfare so that we could engage we're going to engage with the occult world. We're going to... Uh, there is a there is a coming war. It has already begun. Most Christians don't realize this coming war has begun. But it has begun. We'll be back here in a few minutes to continue. One day. This is before the crunch, before the disaster of the financial Well, I'm going to have to just stay off the board here. I'm going to have to continue. I might have to, uh, I might have to just go a full hour without a break. I'll see if I can do that. The reason for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, because there's a war coming, and with the giftings, they were given to God's children for the sake of warfare. Last week I said that I would probably this week present and discuss the matter of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. There are three main experiences in the Christian life. Initially, you must be born again. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27 It was a mystery that was hidden. Fantastic mystery. Christ in you, the hope of glory. You must be born again. To those in the audience that may be religious in other religions, if you are not born again, water baptism is irrelevant, is meaningless, and the baptism of the Holy Spirit will be without fruit. You can have a baptism in water if you're not born again, and Satan can give, will give power to that ritual. And you will feel like something happened through the power of Satan. And you can have a baptism of the Holy Spirit, which should not be the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It will be the baptism of spirits coming from the kingdom of darkness. Don't think that the occult world is powerless. It is not. The occult world is very powerful. They can heal. They can kill. They can curse. They can curse you to be blind. They can... uh They have some they have power. They have identical abilities like we in the Christian churches. Uh, I was for a period of time, the Lord allowed me as a Christian to be involved in demonic powers. And with these demonic powers I could read minds. Christians say, Well, Satan can't read your mind. I'll tell you something. I could read minds. I could read I could finish a sentence. I could finish a thought for people. I knew exactly what they were going to say. I put I would finish out what they were presenting, what they were talking about. I could read their mind and I would speak the words before they could even speak what they wanted to say. Using occult abilities uh, using occult abilities I was able to friend had an accident punctured lung I went healed him next morning the doctors came in took the x-rays again there was no lung there was no hole in the lung through occult powers I know what I'm talking about and Christ didn't I didn't have this experience before I met the Lord. I had these experiences using the powers of the demonic world as a believer. I have a pastor friend in Fort Collins. He he questioned whether I was using these occult powers as a Christian. And I told him no. And the reason is because once I came to Christ and once I gave my life to the Lord, then the Lord began the process of showing me the difference between the occult powers that I had used and the powers of the Holy Spirit. The Word of God is living and operating and sharper than a two-edged sword to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents uh, uh, of the heart. Then Christ wouldn't let me do anything in the giftings. I, I don't remember exactly. I had to think about it. I think it was probably for ten, 10 years, I really have to remember. I'd have to go back and think about it. I, I thought about it one time and I forgot. But I couldn't touch the gift of healing or the word of knowledge, the uh, word of wisdom. These things I, the God did not allow me to operate in those abilities until he, his word had worked in me and I knew clearly the difference between the power of the soul and the power of the flesh and the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of the demonic world. He wouldn't let me touch these giftings. And there are many who come in to Christ who have been in the occult and they come in And they use these giftings. They're Christians, and they bring the giftings from the occult world in to perform miracles. And people marvel. I could name names Pensacola, Florida, Toronto, some of these places. You know, there's order. Paul commanded. There be order in the churches, and when you come together, and you begin to, within a, in in an assembly, they begin to do healings. The people that are conducting these meetings had better have the gift of discernment to know when. The Holy Spirit is operating and demonic forces are operating. In Pensacola, I knew, I could tell when demonic forces watching on TV, certain individuals, you see people start howling and screaming and yelling and and going mad. Well, I have a verse for those type of people. The spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. Your spirit is subject to you. If you're a prophet and you claim to be a prophet, your spirit is subject to you. And if there's any craziness and madness, then you have to you have to uh, analyze. in the way I function, there's no there's no craziness. No, I keep my wits about me. I let the Holy Spirit operate and I have to stand against myself to make sure I don't interfere. And One of the main things that young, immature Christians do in the prophetic world is they don't know how to keep their fingers out of the moving of the Holy Spirit. They interfere and they contaminate the greatest contamination of maybe the that I'm familiar with, working of the Holy Spirit was in Southern Colorado, after James Dobson moved to Colorado. There was a move of, there was a, a, a there was a move. There was something happening in Colorado Springs. But immature and individuals who were fallen, and didn't have the Growth and the understanding of what God was doing, they contaminated what God was doing in Southern Colorado. I didn't pay much attention to it till later. And then I started to realize ah, all these prophets in Southern Colorado, competition, competition, competing, like cattle trying to get to the top of the hill, bumping, pushing, Competition. Women, some of the main women that were involved in that pushing, wanting to be the head of the uh, the head of what Christ was doing. That's not the way God does does it. An example you take and I'll use I'll say one hundred individuals that are called by God to ministry. I mean literally called by God, not their Because of the lust of the flesh or the lust of the eye or the will of man or the will of blood. But they are there because they are called. And you put them together. And what the Holy Spirit will do is he will begin to give them the positions in order. There will be order, hierarchy, positions of authority. And this will come by the growth of the Holy Spirit on that individual. It will also occur through the what God has called them to do. You would have you would have let's say like uh, apostle prophet, teacher, evangelist, <clears throat> pastor, uh, I think I went in order. Not all are going to be called to be apostles. I do believe there are apostles today. That's a, that's a, there will be a great debate on that. There are pastors. Every man, you'll know who, what they're calling as far as function is. You will know what the, the, where the Holy Spirit will reside if they're an evangelist. They won't be, to some degree, involved with a lot of healings. But out of the hundred people, eventually the order, there will be the order as God has ordained. And they won't have to say anything to anybody. They they won't have to say anything to, to one another. They will instinctively know. And when they know where they sit in that order, they will, uh, they will accept it. They know where God has put, placed them. They know what God has given them to do. It is acceptable to them. It's acceptable to the Holy Spirit. And there won't be any com- competition if they should move up in the order, it will be because God moves them up and that He will advance them according to His will, His purpose. But there is, in the churches in America today, and I'll use the great apostate work in the evangelical churches, this one Work is the dynamic that is going to bring judgment to the churches. And it will come, the punishment will come because of it. It's called the New Apostolic Reform Movement. That movement is in direct conflict with Christ. And they will fight you. The spirit behind it, it is very powerful. And they will, uh, the, the this whole system, it is a system. It is a, I will say it is a demonic system that Christ said would, this would be part of the great apostasy in the time in which we're in. It is a, I, I have been reading, I want to present it the way it should be presented in the future at the right time. But I've been watching it. I watched it in southern Colorado. I have been watching it right here in northern Colorado. So subtle. And the roots go deep. Every, Almost every evangelical church, not I shouldn't say almost all, I would say the majority of the evangelical churches the charismatic Pentecostal and even fundamental churches in northern Colorado have been affected by it. It is, it is, it's like going around a campfire. And if you're standing right by that campfire, you're really going to reek of smoke later. But then there are others that, that'll maybe walk by the fire at a distance. And they're affected to a degree, but not like those that are standing right by the fire. The churches, some of the big churches here in this area, especially if they're Pentecostal, have been affected by it. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to begin in the book of Acts. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is an experience, I began by saying that, firstly, you must be born again. Paul says in Romans chapter 8 that, in fact, I'm going to just pull that up quickly. You must be born again. 1 first, uh, first, uh, Colossians 1 27 7 Christ in you a mystery, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Paul in Roman, in Romans chapter 8 They that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit the things of the spirit. Verse 5 To be Fleshly minded is death, but to be spiritually, spiritually minded is life and peace, because the fleshly mind is enmity against God. Enmity against God. It is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. They that are after the flesh cannot please God. And in the churches, people believe that the working of the flesh is the working of the Holy Spirit. The examples, Pensacola, Florida, and Toronto, just to begin with, because everybody knows about them. There was so much work of the flesh. Even John Arnott, who was the overseer, in in a sense, of the Toronto, he admitted that not everything was of the Spirit. He admitted there was demonic activity taking place in what was going on up there. And the flesh. The flesh. The carnal flesh. And the same in Pensacola, Florida. did Was the Holy Spirit doing something? Yes. But it was contaminated. What Christ, when he was out performing miracles, there was no contamination. This was all holy. It was righteous. Everything he did as, as the Father directed him, what he saw the Father do, he did. Holy and pure. This type of uh, experience is what God desires in his churches. There can be healings. There can be meetings where there are healings, there, the uh, demonstration of the powers, the gifts of the Holy Spirit in purity. But Satan will always try to bring individuals in that will gravitate toward the flesh, toward the soul, toward the demonic. Always. This is the battle that the men who are going to give the direction to the churches and the New Apostolic Movement, Reform Movement, they have taken the mantle. They say they are the ones that are going to direct this new move of God. And there is a move of God coming. And they have claimed it. They have put their mark on it. They are the ones that are going to direct it. No, they're not going to direct it. These individuals that are leading this movement, I'm going to tell you, the scripture says that God is going to use a tool to deal with them. And that tool is Antichrist, because they believe they're going to be gone. Some of them, the New Apostolic Reform Movement, their intention is to take over the nations for the work for Christ, and and uh, the different aspects of societies for Christ. And then when Christ returns, they will give the world to Christ as a gift. Totally opposite of what the Bible says. The world is going to be in such bad shape that Christ will have to come and destroy the nations, the kingdoms, and that He will take the kingdoms to Himself. Romans chapter 8 still. You are not in the flesh... But in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you, if the spirit of God dwell in you, a mystery, you must be born again. Now, if anyone have not the spirit of Christ, he is not; he is, does not belong to him. And if Christ be in you, the mystery, it all begins with being born again the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is life because of righteousness but if the spirit of him that raised jesus from the dead dwell in you paul is talking about the godhead father son and holy spirit all three in these verses paul is presenting they are in you if you have been born again the father the son and the holy spirit it's a mystery An experience is not a mystery. If the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies, your your dying bodies, by his spirit that dwells in you. The Christian life, the true Christian life begins with being born again. If you're not born again, you may have a baptism, but it will be through the power of demons. There may be a water baptism that will give you some kind of feeling, but you'll be deceived. And you can have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which will not be the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It will be the baptism of demonic spirits again. I emphasize this. I have seen it. we have to have the discernment to make sure that what we experience is from the holy spirit being born again i have a friend she is a uh, what is the religion hari krishna she's born again hari krishna she's got some she has received a power from the spirit but it is not the holy spirit she calls it born again Hare Krishna. And this is how the occult world works. They will use our terminology and try to fake our experiences. So you must be born again. Then if you have water baptism, when you're a child, if you were born a Catholic and you were water baptized in the Catholic Church, it has no meaning. It's powerless. There's no reality to it. You weren't, you had no say in the matter. You were baptized and you're a week old or two weeks or three weeks or a month old. You had no say over that baptism. It is meaningless. Once you're born again and you're water baptized, then you have me, there is meaning. There is a power behind that act being submersed. There is power behind it. Then, to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that is another experience which I didn't, I dismissed it when I was young in the Lord for probably 20 years. I think it was exactly 20 years. Yeah, about 20 years, roughly. Think of exactly 19 years. And I always thought I had the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I had the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit. The renewing and the transformation of the Holy Spirit, but I did not have the baptism on the giftings that God had given me. That didn't occur till I think 19 years after I had been initially born again. I had to have, in the way the Lord did it with me, I had a clear, distinct reality of being born again. Then I had a clear experience so powerful of being water baptized two and a half years after my initial conversion. That was very, very powerful. Two great experiences. But I lacked the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which occurred 19 years later. And that, if I remember correctly, I'm going to think about it. I think it was almost exactly 19 years later to the month that I had water, bapti- uh, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that was a clear, distinct revelation and experience of power that I had never experienced before. I'm going to go to the top of the hour break. And uh, I will be back for hour two of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'll be back in just a few minutes. We'll join you after the top of the hour. At the right time.
5: Reasons to Own Gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Training Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled
0: Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank, which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquant, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800
5: Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally,
0: the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the You're Patriot listening Patriot to the Training Roar Group of at the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort
1: Collins.
5: Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The MyPillow guy. And you're looking good. Still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, MyPillow 2.0.
0: The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to
4: get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code.
3: KHNC.
4: And for a limited time, when you buy one, you'll get a second
2: one absolutely free. Thank uh-huh. you. this is riley with saddle up in gilcrest colorado we are a western saddle and tack shop and we carry all the tried and true cowboy and equine brands in the industry we carry brands such as mccall martin and billy cook we also carry a variety of horse tack items like saddle pads head stalls and much more visit our website to check out our whole catalog or visit us in store 303-772-7821 again 303-772-7821 The conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organized habits and opinions of the masses is an important element in democratic society. Those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government, which is the true ruling power of our country. Edward Bernays, Propaganda, 1928
3: White Dove Healing Arts. After 33 years of service to the community of natural homeopathic liquid herbal formulas invites you to call us for a spring health enhancement experience. Call 303-828-4439. First is a quantum biofeedback analysis via telemed. Next is a precise remedy personal recommendation protocol to prepare you for a happy, healthy spring and summer 2023. Call 303-828-4439 and speak to Patricia or Diane at our office in Lafayette, Colorado. White Dove Healing Arts.
6: Hey, folks, Larry Elder here. The rumors are true. KHNC listeners are loving Y-Refi. They're investing in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or to the Fed. A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there is no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Eldorados, you got to get in touch with Y-Refi. I've met with them personally, and take it from me, the great Eldersky, they are trustworthy, honest, and you can earn a fixed rate of return up to 10.25%. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then R-E-F-Y.com, or call. 888-YREFI24. Click on investyrefi.com or call 888-YREFI24. You will be glad you did. You may not think about your exterior paint on your home that often, but the truth is
1: it's the first line of defense to protecting your siding, trim, and everything else beneath that from the deteriorating effects of the weather. Sun, snow, moisture, wind, it all takes a toll. It's the biggest investment of your life. Protect it. Paint is the first line of defense. Call me, Bucky, at Colorado Masterworks at 970-825-9305 for a free inspection and, if it's necessary, a free estimate. I'd be happy to help you out.
6: The Tree Farm's Memorial Day Sale, going on now! It's a perfect time to plant trees, shrubs, and perennials. Now get 25 to 30% off all sizes of shade trees, flowering trees, and fruit trees, including aspen, apple, cherry, maple, oak, and more. Three rolls six-foot-tall spring snow fruitless crab apple now $139.99 each. The Tree Farm's Memorial Day Sale, going on now. You take see I 25 to exit
5: 235.
6: Then five miles west to the tree farm.
0: Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group, with Steve Pardue. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is
4: 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks. We have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3, and Monday through Friday, 930 to 530. Serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654, 6175 West 10th Street in Greeley.
3: The views and opinions expressed on KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Excursion Broadcasting Network.
4: All right, welcome to Hour 2 of today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez, the founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry in 2001, June 2nd at sundown. My contact information, I always forget to give this out, is a... Uh, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. The podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com. First Hour... Discussing the experiences that a believer must have initially being born again. Water baptism, I didn't get too much into the water baptism. It is one of the main experiences of the Christian life. With water baptism, it's meaningless unless you're born again, it's meaningless. It's meaningless if you were born uh, Catholic or Lutheran and baptized when you were a child. No. Water baptism is a revelation that you must receive when you're able to understand what it is and the meaning behind it. You have to decide willingly, to be water baptized and expect that Christ will give you the experience you need to have with water baptism. You are declaring that you are going to go into the waters of death and all of your sins are going to remain in those waters. And when you come out of the water, the sins remain in the water just like Christ went into the grave Death remained in the grave. Christ came out alive. And you will come out a new creature. And the power of the sins of your past will be broken. They will be in that water of baptism. Then, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I was explaining that I had been born again. Two and a half years later, I was baptized in water. And the experience I had with the baptism of water freed me from the sins of my past. They had no power over me any longer. Then, 19 years later, I thought about it during the break. I was born again in 1972 in January. In January 1991, I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. 19 years later christ wanted me to experience being born again so it wouldn't be i wouldn't be confused with the experience of being water baptized and then having a clear distinct experience of water baptism then 19 years later i would have the experience of being baptized in the holy spirit so these three experiences being free from your past and the sins of your past being born again receiving eternal life and then having the baptism of the Holy Spirit where you actually begin to operate in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. These are the experiences that Christ wants all of his children to have. Because we're in a battle, in a war, with another kingdom, and this other kingdom is very powerful. In that kingdom, uh, they do through the power of demons. They, there are signs, there are wonders, there are miracles, the power of curses. I've I've been affected by the the power of curses I mean I've mentioned a few times a couple of the times I've been cursed I went to uh, my wife worked in downtown Denver if you don't have the baptism of discernment you may have been cursed and you don't know about it so I'm down at the Tabor Center having lunch late lunch Probably 1.30 in the afternoon, 2 in the afternoon. It's on a Friday. My wife is working downtown. And I decided to go into the main uh, area where you have all the restaurants. Went over to get some Chinese food. And I got my order and went over, sat down at a table. And then I'm looking to the west, where you have uh doors coming in people coming in off of the outside out of the uh outside area there and I'm at a table, and the place is pretty vacant it's in the afternoon like i say one thirty two o'clock and this this uh young woman i'm young uh she's probably I would say 35. I'm bad with ages. She walks in, very attractive, sophisticated. And uh, I, I noticed she walked by and she went over and ordered. She comes with her order and the place is vacant. And she, two tables in front of me, she sits down facing me. And that made me a little uncomfortable. Uh, just because I'm thinking, this is strange. Why would she sit there when you have this whole massive eating area? She could sit anyplace else, but she sits two tables away facing me. I guess I must have been embarrassed. I don't like people watching me eat, maybe. I don't know. I don't know why. it just felt uncomfortable. She sits down, she bows her head in a prayer. I thought, oh, she's a Christian. <laughs> she lifts her head and she stands up and she takes her food and she goes to the other side of the cafeteria, the eating area. Now that is bizarre. That is weird. That is odd. Strange, different. That night, it's a Friday, 11 o'clock, I am not well. And I began to vomit. By 7 o'clock in the morning, I've been vomiting all night long. And I cannot figure, I'm thinking, I that I had bad, bad food. I must have had you know there must have been, the food was contaminated, and I mean, I mean, finally my throat is so sore, I am tired, I'm exhausted, I'm not feeling good, uh, I, I've been sweaty, I'm just, uh, and we have a family get get together that day, and I'm thinking I'm probably not going to. Once a year we get a, we have a family get together. And at about... I think it was about seven. I think I vomited for the last time. And I went back to bed and I just told the Lord. I said, Lord, this has got to end. I don't know what this is. There's nothing left to... to, There's nothing left. I can't throw up what I don't have. And I'm lying in bed. And I'm thinking... Lord, what is going on? What is going on? What is it? What is it? Am I missing something? What is it? And I just had a picture in my mind of that girl. And I I don't, I, I mean, I remember, I'd already had the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is like in 1997, 8 somewhere in there. And I, had a, I remembered that woman. And the Lord told me, she didn't bow her head to pray to bless her food. She bowed her head to curse you. And then she picked her food up and she walked away, which I thought was odd. And I began to pray. I broke the power of the curse I broke it. I broke it. I covered it with the blood of Jesus Christ. I ended it. I fell asleep. I got up about 11, got dressed, went to the family picnic. This is what I'm saying about being cursed. Many of you have been cursed by these type of people and you don't know it. You think it's just bad food. Something in you know a happenstance no there are these people in that other world that have the baptism of the demonic to curse you to pray demons to go afflict you. We are in a battle, and for the Christian for you family of God, I don't care what your age is, if you're sitting down at a table and your five-year-old child is there, that little infant, that that young person will understand, if that can, can understand what I'm saying. The very first time I ever saw a demon, I was probably three years old. And it was in the summertime, it was in about June. And I remember clearly seeing something looking in through, I'd taken a nap, I just woke up from my nap, and I remember laying on the couch, and I saw something looking in through, remember the door, I remember back then the doors had, uh, they didn't have a, at the top of the door you might have had a, a kind of a curved display of windows or it just a curved small three little windows where you could look in and light could come in and something from outside was looking at me and it was the most terrifying thing I had ever seen and I began to scream and here comes my mother and here comes my aunt and here comes my grandmother and the neighborhood and the fire department and the police department and that's how loud I screamed. Well, not really, but here comes my mom and my grandmother and my aunt wondering what's going on. And I said, there was something looking looking at me in the window. They thought I just had a bad dream. Uh-uh. I know what I saw. And they thought, well, maybe an uncle had, was playing a prank on me. Well, they were all working. No, what I saw was a demon. And this thing looked like something out of the Aztecs with, you know, how they have those... Painted masks they put on. Something to that effect. Little children, they understand that other dimension more clearly than we could even imagine. You talk talk to them about the Lord, about angels, about God, living in His heaven, how He created all things, they remember that. They know. Because they trust you. To tell them the truth, and you tell them the truth, and God will use whatever it is you you present to them, as the Holy Spirit directs you. This coming battle is going to involve children, young men, and fathers, and here in the New Apostolic Reform Movement. They are saying that all the young, young men and the young people, they're going to be the ones to take over. The mantle is being given to them. I say absolutely not. The mantle of God's kingdom and the work in the kingdom of heaven is given to little children, young men, and women, in that principle, and Fathers. It is not given to young men like the New Apostolic Reform Movement. These people are going to carry the mantle? I promise you it will be a disaster. They do not have the... And with the teachings, they don't have the experience with the teachings of the New Apostolic Reform Movement so doctrinally off. They don't care about doctrine, theology. All they care about is experience. Trust your experience. No, the apostles made it very clear. They were to take the teachings of Christ, and those teachings were all important. The theology, the eschatology, the doctrines were vital for a healthy church, vital for a church that would be alive vital for a church that would be able to engage in the forces of darkness. I'm trying to just flow and then present this in the way that that, uh, I feel it should be presented. You're born again, water baptism, baptism of the Holy Spirit. I talked to you last week about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They're important. These gifts work with me generally, in one way or another, I, I, I bounce from one to another through the day. This isn't like uh, well, a year from now, I will have the gift of the word of knowledge, and then maybe a year from later I'll have the gift of the, the workings of the gift of faith. No, you. Have the gifts to use every day as needed. You'll need every day possibly the gift of faith in one way or the other. I'll give you an example. I told you last week that I made a trip to Wyoming in the winter time and my truck wouldn't run. I got up to the Wyoming, Colorado border before I get into to, to Wyoming. There, north of uh, Fort Collins. And the truck just stops running. And I knew it was a demonic attack because God had told me to go to western Wyoming to work for my wife's brother. And I remember praying. I said, Lord, I've got... I said, no, I am to go. I I prayed. I bound the assignments of the, the, the forces of darkness. And I got up to... To Green River, and a friend of mine. The next day, I took the truck in to see him. He was in, he was a mechanic, worked for the state of Wyoming. And he said, "So what happened?" I told him. I said, I just started running." I said, "I had to just just wouldn't run. It was creeping. I'm in third gear, just creeping, second gear. And I had to pull over and I set, reset the." The timing, a little bit, just barely, but I'd mainly prayed. He said, uh, he said, your distributor is 180 degrees off. It's backwards. This truck should not have run. You must have turned it around. I said, no, I didn't. I said, I moved it maybe three or four degrees, for those that understand what I'm talking about. He said, it was 180 degrees in the opposite direction. It should not have run. I can't figure it out. Well, it was just just a straight-out miracle. Well, last Sunday, I took my wife's vehicle, and the Lord had me go on a prayer drive. So I was on a prayer drive to Colorado Springs, because the old move of God that was in Colorado Springs, God is going to carefully revive part of it. Don't tell everybody. It's between us, between us girls. But the move that was in Colorado Springs, God is going to revive it. It ended, and that move relocated to northern Colorado, Well County, Larimer County, Boulder County. But now the Lord is going to once again Begin to revive that move in southern Colorado. But it's not going to be a new apostolic reform movement and the people involved in that movement still down there. No. God is going to a whole new group of people. They will be righteous. They will be holy. They will follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. They will be careful to protect it. They will not be reckless. They will not operate in the flesh. They won't operate in the soul they would be careful to guard the move of the Holy Spirit that is going to begin to ignite again in Colorado Springs. God still has his people down there. Though it was destroyed by those that were immature in the prophetic world, Ted Haggard, all these type of men operating in the flesh, no, God still has his wonderful people down there and here in northern Colorado. So I took a drive to pray. And I'm coming back. And all of a sudden, don't tell my wife. It's her it's her van. Something started screeching. The right front braking system just started screaming. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh. I'm just south. Actually, I was just south of Pueblo. North of Pueblo. I had to go all the way to Pueblo. God includes that great Catholic center of Pueblo. God includes it. He loves the Catholic people. He made me go all the way down and pray for the Holy Spirit to light upon the Catholic people in Pueblo. And I'm on the way back, and just screeching, screeching. I'm thinking, wow, that's what I don't need. I don't need to break down here and have the vehicle towed back to, to northern Colorado And I'm thinking about it, and I'm thinking, oh, I've been on a prayer drive. Satan doesn't like it, and I had to bind pray. I got out just to be safe. I went out, checked my brakes on the front left and the front right to make sure that something didn't come loose. And I mean, it's it was it whatever it was, it was screaming bloody murder. It was like that wheel was going to fall off. Like, uh, I don't know. But I had to pray. And I said, no. I break the power of this lie. No. Uh-uh. And I prayed. And I got back in the van. Took off. Checked it. Nope. No, pro- no problem since. But this is how that world works. And you don't need to be, have somebody there to curse you. The spirits will involve themselves. They will just take over if they're not happy with what you're doing in the spiritual world to further the kingdom of heaven. You might think I'm bouncing around, but I'm not. I'm just giving you a linear view of what you have in the giftings of the Holy Spirit. A linear view and an understanding that in the time in which we are in the kingdom of darkness is a total war, full out war against the kingdom of heaven. And the children of the devil know it. They're in they're not in a panic mode. They are in they are vindictive, they are relentless, they are evil, just like their father the devil. So we have to be the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. The violent shall take it by force. Sometimes you have to be violent in the battles that you're in to just say no, no. In myself, there will be no victories. But in Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit, there will be Victory, glory, and what is impossible with me is possible with God. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. We have to be violent. Sometimes we have to, uh, maybe we're a little bit timid. Sometimes we maybe have to put the cross on our timidity, engage the Holy Spirit, and become bold, become fearless. This is what it may take. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. This baptism is necessary for the body of Christ today. And there is going to be, uh, there will be the, uh, what's the word, imposter, false, fake, um, we're going to be back after the break. Please hold on.
3: J. Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system.
4: Can... He washed my sins away. Oh, happy day. I really, I've always enjoyed that song. Oh, happy day. Today is a happy day. He washed your sins away. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. The uh, podcasts are on 1360khnc.com, to the podcast section for the Olive Tree Ministry. Please tell your friends, uh, if they are serious about what the Holy Spirit is doing, if they, are, if they want to know, without a vision, the people perish. Without a vision, the people are out of control. They are distant from God. Without a vision, the people wander. This is not the time to wander. The Holy Spirit is warning the world, the nations, that He is going to return. Within a decade, I'm sure just under a decade it is going to be evident that Christ his presence is near that he is going to reveal himself as he descends to armageddon within a decade we are going to be in eternity we are going to have our new bodies what is corruptible will be uncorruptible. We will have our new bodies, but between now and then, we have a a great void that we have to cross over, a chasm. We have to cross a river. the The uh, river of tribulation. Just the first half of the tribulation is going to be hell. The second half of the tribulation is going to be literally hell coming to the surface of the earth. We Christians, regardless of age, we all have been given the power of the Holy Spirit, We have all been given access to the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Everything that Christ, all the riches, are available to us. Christ has not withheld anything from his children. The truth is the most important, one of the most important gifts one of the most important realities that has been given to His children. He has given to us the knowledge of the time that we're in. Without a a vision, the people perish. But with a vision, God's people become fearless. With a vision, we are the most feared people in the universe. We are feared by the kingdom of darkness, by the fallen angels, by the demons, by the devil himself. With a vision, when we see what God has given us and what God has commissioned us to do with the reality of all that we have and what we're, again, what we're to do, um, there's nothing that can stop us. When God gives you the revelation in your life, what it is you are to do, when He gives you clear direction, you know His will for you. Everybody wants to know the will of God. But once you know the will of God, this is where many people begin to faint. Well, if you don't take the knowledge of the will of God for your life and the Holy Spirit, you're not going to be victorious. You're not going to be successful. But once you see what God has called you to do, and you have the Holy Spirit, then you'll know. you'll know how to pray. There is a move of the Holy Spirit in Colorado. And this move has been hidden in northern Colorado. I really don't... I have been protecting what the Holy Spirit has shown me for the right time. And... uh, I have been considering what do I say and when do I say it? And how do I say it? We can have revelation, but if we can't communicate it clearly, then there's a problem. Lost in translation, I guess you could say. The move of the Holy Spirit that was in southern Colorado lifted and relocated to northern colorado i've given the testimony many times i'm just debating whether i should i really am having a debate with myself should i or shouldn't i i'm in a conflict right now honest honest i really am i'm in a conflict do i do i deviate from The baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is vital for everyone, or do I, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a conflict. I'm at a crossroads. I'm going to, I'm at a T in the road. So by faith, I'm going to go this direction. Just being honest and genuine with you. We don't ever... We don't get to decide what the Holy Spirit is going to reveal to us. That's not in our power. When the Holy Spirit decides to reveal something to us, it's for a reason with a purpose. He gets to decide, and we better listen. In about 2003, I'd just begun my ministry. I believe it was in 2002. If I remember correctly, I was visiting with Mel Johnson, All Nations Church, Brother Mel's barbecue. We were, I was in, I, w- I think it was on a Thursday, and uh, he was preparing for the weekend barbecuing and making uh, baked beans and mashed pot- or, uh, potato salad, and I just went to visit him. We became friends. And in that visit, out of nowhere, I told Brother Mel, I said, Brother Mel, the move in southern Colorado that has been happening with James Dobson, that move in Colorado, the Holy Spirit has lifted off of that work, off of that move. And he was stirring baked beans, and he said, Okay, brother. And I said, uh, And God is lifted. It's lifted. It's no longer that, that holy, the move of the Holy Spirit is lifted just like Ezekiel saw the Spirit lift in Ezekiel chapter 8. But it's just sitting there. Which I thought, huh. And I said, also, Brother Mel, John Stalker, the pastor of Resurrection Fellowship, is going to step down. He's going to step down. He's going to basically retire. Okay, brother. Okay. And he documented it. Well, that's about, basically, I said in the prophetic move down there in southern Colorado, is over. It's over. God is done with it. The Holy Spirit is finished. And I, I could sense that the Lord was offended. I could sense that the Lord was not happy. That, uh, Something was wrong. Two years, three years later, I end up through a series of revelations and prophetic words from different people. I ended up in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I began a radio ministry in April of that year. And I'm on for about till the end of 2008. About 2006, I'm telling the audience on a Sunday, I had a two-hour program, about the move of God in southern Colorado. And I explained it to them, and I'm going to explain it to you. This way you can tell your friends, tell others, and you'll know the story of this. Today I'm not. I'm going to take my time and thoroughly cover it. I I made a change. I hit the T in the road, and here's the way I'm going. And on that station, on that, that Sunday afternoon, I told them, I said, there was a move in southern Colorado. James Dobson left California, moved to Colorado Springs. The prophetic people all over the country, they knew that the Holy Spirit was going to do something with that move of James Dobson. So they come like people in a gold rush. They descended upon Colorado Springs. And sure enough, some, you had IHOP, you had World Prayer Center, you had Ted Haggard, these different people. And I said, but God... was there he started in 1991 but here by 2001 10 year a decade later god has lifted his spirit off of that work off of that move and i don't know where i just knew and i said and the holy spirit is going to relocate to northern colorado The Lord didn't give me exactly what that meant. I didn't see that at that time. But I did know. And the Lord, right in that program, in 2006, gave me a quick two visions. He said the prophetic world, whenever there is a move of God, they know. And they're like gold panners. When there is a gold rush, they descend upon that area. And these prophetic people, they knew God was going to do something in Colorado Springs and here they come from all over the country. And they pollute it because they're immature. They pollute the move of God because they don't follow the Holy Spirit. They didn't ask the Holy Spirit if they're to be part of it. They just knew there's a move of God and they just come. They didn't ask. They just naturally by Gifting, they just assumed they were going to be part of it. And I had talked to a brother that had been in southern Colorado that was in that move, that had been there with Dobson from the beginning, and he told me later that, earlier actually, he had told me that, I I said on the program, and I had told these in a little gathering in Colorado Springs, talking to this group of people, and this one brother, I told this brother that when these people came to Colorado Springs, many of them were destroyed. They divorced. Families were ruined. The ministries, they didn't make it uh, because they weren't called. And this brother, he said, he told me, exactly what I had just told him. That many of these ministries failed. So I tell these the audience, they come, they pollute the move of the Holy Spirit. The river is the Holy Spirit. The gold is the divine plan that God had with the move. God is divine. Gold is divine to is a, is a type of the divinity of god the divine nature whenever there's a move of god prophetic people from all over the country they'll hear about it and they want to be part of it they want to profit from it and they descend upon it they pollute it they want they they murky they, they muddy the waters the waters are murky nothing is clear it's just a disaster And it destroys them. Prophetic people, I'm going to tell you something. Those of you that are listening, this move of God in Northern Colorado, I've said this before. If you have not been called by God to be part of this move in Northern Colorado, you're going to pollute it and it will destroy you. If you haven't been called, you are out of place. If you're coming for any other reason other than God telling you to come and be part of it, you're going to suffer. This is the way it works with God. God would send His prophets, Jonah, whoever, to an area with a message at the perfect time. God has never changed. And what happened in southern Colorado... Many came without God's permission and it destroyed them. Cost them their marriage. Cost them their fortunes. Cost them time, money. They went home, They went back to wherever they came from if they went back, poor. Or dead. Or they didn't make it. They died. With a move of God, it has to be protected. And that move down there was too many people... With prophetic ability coming, they were not. Allowed, they weren't asked by the Holy Spirit; they just assumed, and they became part of. A, a, they wanted to be part of it. That was one part of the vision I had. The second vision on the radio, there in that that Sunday afternoon in Las Vegas, the Lord gave me another interpretation. Prophetic people are like these cowboys rodeo cowboys that go to the different rodeos and you have the different events well the event in Colorado Springs was the calf roping event you have a calf behind the chute, behind the gate the arena one horse one rider one rope one calf And somebody taking time. The buzzer goes off. The the gate opens. The calf is in the arena. The guy is out. Throws the rope off the horse. Ties up the legs. Throws his hands up. He's got his time. So many seconds. Eight seconds, twelve seconds. Well, the prophetic move in southern Colorado was just like that just like the rodeo circuit and that calf roping event. But, you had one calf, you have four riders, (coughs) four riders, four ropes, four horses, and the gate opens, time begins, the clock begins, and you have four men Descend upon the calf. Here go four ropes. Four men off the, sh- the, the, the horses. Everybody running to the calf. And everybody is fighting. They are in competition. They are pushing and shoving. They are elbowing. And then they all stand back. Then they begin to look at whose rope was at the bottom of the other ropes. And the Holy Spirit told me, this is the competition of the prophetic people in Colorado Springs at that time. Haggard and of uh, the Kansas City people and all these different individuals and the women involved. Everybody, the competition. And the Lord said, this is because Of immaturity. They are gifted. And these weren't amateurs. They were gifted. They would say things that were very accurate. But they were immature. Still. In the ways and the things of God. They didn't. The principles. The competition. My rope was on there first. I was off my horse first. My rope was on there. So they're fighting, they're jousting, they're yelling. And everybody's fighting to be the head. Ted Haggard. And the Lord told me that he was coming to to punish and to judge and to end and to stop, to quit, quit that move in the Holy Spirit. And I remember telling this brother in that little get-together, He's, somebody asked a question, well, what a, does that mean that God is against all the Christians in Colorado Springs? And I said, no. No, he loves his people. But you have leaders in this city that their motives, their motives, they err. They err in, in everything. Well, here's, in this vision The arena is where God is going to do a move, where God is going to accomplish something. He has an objective. There's a plan. There's a desire of the Holy Spirit. There's a purpose. That's the arena. And the calf. The calf is the Holy Spirit. And He... Wants to come out and he wants to be free and he wants to do what he's going to do. But the prophetic people, they're so ambitious, they tie up the move of God. They tie up what God intended to do, they interfere with the move of the Holy Spirit. They contaminate, they pollute. They bring in the flesh. They bring in the soul. They bring in agendas. And they pollute it. They destroy it before it even begins. So the Lord had to end it. He said, okay, I've given them a decade. That's it. It's over. I'm going to relocate it. I'm going to move it elsewhere. But I'm going to protect it. I'm going to protect it from the devil and I'm going to protect it from religion because that in southern Colorado they brought in their old religious ways they didn't bring in anything new and fresh they were in the camp they didn't go outside the camp they just brought what they learned into the camp and it became just another work It didn't change. There was nothing different about it. The Holy Spirit wasn't welcome. So the Lord told me, and I said this on the air, I have the tape. I'm going to relocate it. I'm going to hide it. I'm going to hide it from the prophetic people. And already, boom, prophetic people have moved to northern Colorado in mass. And God has hidden it from them. Because they will contaminate it. I will hide it from religion. Because religion will always come to destroy what Christ is planning to do. And the witchcraft in northern Colorado. Weld County. Witchcraft in Weld County. Powerful. Powerful. Larimer County. More powerful. Boulder County. Even more powerful. And the Lord didn't reveal what counties that this move was going to be in. I didn't know where it was going to be until 2015. On a prayer drive, the Lord revealed when it would take place. We're going to come back. You're going to stay with me. Podcaster on 1360KHNC.com. You better tell the prophetic people. You better tell the religious people there's a move of God in northern Colorado. God has hidden it, but now he's going to bring it out so people can see it. We'll be back in a few minutes.
7: Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in Northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's
0: warriorsrevolution.com. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals Program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our Preferred Metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800 1360 am Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort
2: Collins. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at myfavoritegunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out. 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258.
3: Naturally Inspired Health Summit. Real solutions for healthy living. June 24th at The Ranch by the Budweiser Event Center in Loveland, Colorado. Come and meet your community in health. Robert Scott Bell from The Robert Scott Bell Show. Maxine Holler from Kids Braintree for Collins. Wendy Scipioni from MPB Health. Lauren Kubla from Synergy IV Wellness. Get your tickets today at naturallyinspiredhealthsummit.com.
8: Did the fire marshal take one look down your driveway and say, Uh, my guys aren't going down there. Or are there parts of it that just need a little more sun? Then call Affordable Tree at 970-568-6898. We can climb, cut, or trim your problems away. Specializing in defensive space, upper and lower fire mitigation, forest health, plus we can save freshly hit beetle trees. So call us at 568-6898.
2: That's 568-6898.
6: Hey 1360 fans, Tika here with Serenity Painting. Did you know that we also offer concrete framing, drywall and much more? For a free estimate, call us at 970-978-9565. Mention 1360 and receive 15% off any construction service and or free upgrade to lifetime warranty paint with a seven year labor warranty included. Call us today at 970-978-9565.
2: The real cost of the state is the prosperity we do not see, the jobs that don't exist, the technologies to which we do not have access, the businesses that do not come into existence, and the bright future that is stolen from us. The state has looted us just as surely as a robber who enters our home at night and steals all that we love.
1: Frederick Bastiat. sharp community members this is tommy with tommy's barbers and blades we're reaching out to you guys to let you know that we're in need of a barber or stylist at our mead location on highway 66 and i-25 if you're a seasoned pro or know someone who's great give us a ring at 720-745-0783 or stop in and talk to us we're looking for you again that's 720-745-0783
6: Hey, folks, Larry Elder here. The rumors are true. KHNC listeners are loving Y-Refi. They're investing in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or to the Fed. A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this. There is no loss of principal. If you ever need your money back, El Dorados, you gotta get in touch with Y Refi. I've met with them personally, and take it from me, the great Eldersky, they are trustworthy, honest, and you can earn a fixed rate of return up to ten point two five percent. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-YREFI24. Click on investyrefi.com or call 888-YREFI24. You will be glad you did.
2: No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams
4: welcome to the hour the third hour of the olive tree and La sorry I had a, a pre I, I wasn't planning to come in live this week but the holy to- the Holy Spirit told me no no come in it's time and uh, just an update I wanted to let everyone know that uh, it has been 10 weeks, trying to remember, I think we're going on 11 weeks, 70 days, 76 days, 75 days since I had an accident during a black ice episode and I fell, I was injured and uh, 16 days in the hospital. And I was given permission a little over a week ago to once again begin to walk and put... I broke my left leg, the, the femur. Uh, and uh, I'm doing bit well. I want to thank everyone for your prayers. I should give you the update. I am bad. I forgot to say something. The ribs in the back have healed. The ribs in the front, nine ribs in the front, I'm sorry, six ribs in the front, three in the back, they pretty much healed. The doctor gave me permission to start walking again. I broke the femur in my left leg. So I have been, I've been careful. I haven't been doing anything too aggressive. I don't want setbacks. You don't want setbacks either. And I am, once again, beginning to come back in to the studio live. I wasn't going to do this program live. We were going to do possibly a pre-recorded. I didn't have time to pre-record this week. So I decided to come in. Here I am. The podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, PO Box eight seven two, Longmont Colorado eight zero five zero two, PO Box eight seven two, Longmont eight zero five zero two. I uh, about halfway through the last hour, I hit a, a I, I said a T in the road. It wasn't a T. I had momentum. I had to go either left or right. I'm trying to present the importance of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I guess rather than give you the verses, which I should, I have them right here in front of me out of the book of Acts. I'm giving you a reality of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. In the last hour, in the last 30 minutes, I was talking about the move Of God in southern Colorado. In Colorado Springs. Via the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I had a word of knowledge from the Lord. In 2002. The Lord told me the move. Of the Spirit in Colorado. Was ending. Had ended. He was lifting his spirit off of it. He was offended. Uh, God was tired of being interfered with the move of the Holy Spirit when there is no freedom the Lord will lift, pull His Spirit withdraw from an area and He was tired of the immaturity of the prophetic people in southern Colorado many of them may be listening to this you may be offended Uh, I'm not here to offend you I'm here to show you what the Holy Spirit revealed to me. you may not like it you may disagree with it uh, you may think that it's uh, that uh, it's not true. Fact is Ted Haggard right after I had discussed this in 2006 Haggard is exposed for living in the flesh all of his corruption, And what has happened in southern Colorado has ended. The move of the Holy Spirit lifted, came to northern Colorado. 2015, I didn't know what the Lord meant by that. I took a map out. I was thinking, well, maybe north of Denver. Uh, I didn't know exactly what, I had no interpretation of what the Lord meant by he was going to relocate. This is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm giving you experiences of it. This is how the Holy Spirit works. This is why the baptism of the Holy Spirit is vital for the move of God, for God's plan, for God's people. Because in uh, the baptism, operating that gifting, I was able to see, like I presented in the last hour, I want you to go back To the podcast, 1360KHNC.com. Go back and listen. Tell your friends. Uh, If you're in northern Colorado, you want to know what God is doing in northern Colorado. Does this mean that this move in northern Colorado is the only move of God on the planet? No. No. It's not. But what God is doing in northern Colorado, God desires that His people... Know what he's doing. Without a vision, you'll perish. Without a vision, you're going to go your merry way. Without a vision from the Holy Spirit, God, doesn't, God is on vacation. But through a vision, you will see that God is very active in what is going on in northern Colorado. In 1998, with the baptism, again, using the baptism of the Holy Spirit, a word of knowledge 1998 in about september the holy spirit told me that there were going to be many people moving to colorado and now we see you look at what's happened what happened from that time to this time millions millions here in northern colorado Thousands and thousands moving in every month. By the baptism of the Holy Spirit through the word of knowledge, the Lord revealed these things to me. Then, another thing is, I know I don't have the interpretation of what the Holy Spirit meant by relocating to northern Colorado. In, 19, in 2015, my wife and I had been spending a lot of time on the West Coast, out in the West, west of the Continental Divide. Salt Lake City, Arizona, Nevada, sometimes in California, traveling with a really wonderful friend of mine, Ron Perry. And uh, But I had come back to Colorado in the summer, it was probably midsummer, and I went up to Cheyenne. We were staying for the most part in Utah, but we came back for I think family get together. And I taken a drive up to Cheyenne to pray. I was coming back. I got to Wellington, the new new, new the new globalist city, Wellington, Colorado. Uh, infiltrated by globalists in the city council going along with the agendas of the time nobody is free no one all these areas of the world and the small cities the wonderful cities are contaminated with this type of thinking get to Wellington stop at McDonald's, go to the restroom get iced tea and I'm getting ready to jump back onto the interstate and the Lord said no, take the back road into Fort Collins I'd never been that back road before, so I just thought, well, I don't know, uh, 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 and the Lord said, go here, go up there, and then turn left, so I went west, sure enough, there was a road there, I think it was road one, and I went left, uh, assuming that it's going to end up in Fort Collins, which it did, it tied into 287, just north of the city, This is the way the Holy Spirit does it, through the power of the Holy Spirit. He'll even tell you which roads to take, not only what to do, but what road to take and where the road is, even though you haven't been on them before. This is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is the daily, daily thing. This is not occasionally. It's every day. I'm trying to emphasize the importance of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. For the prophetic people, you have to function with the baptism. For you non-prophetic people, you should function with the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the baptism of the Spirit upon the giftings, some days you're going to need a gift of miracle. The next day you're going to need a gift of faith. Next day you're going to need a gift of knowledge. Next day you're going to need uh, whatever. You're going, to, you're going to need the Holy Spirit every day. The Lord has told me there will be three enemies of the move of God in northern Colorado. Religion, look at what has happened in northern Colorado since 2006. Look at all the churches that have popped up in northern Colorado. Why? Because these men know in the system, they know when there's going to be a move and a great influx of people. Put up a church on every corner. Are all of these churches here that have sprung up, are they of God? No. No. They are not. They are there by the will of man, by the will of the flesh, by the will of blood, by the will of the system. Not all of them. There are a few. Yes, there are. But not all. Religion would be an enemy. And look what's happened. Then you would have prophetic people. When they found out, when they would find out that there was a move in, of God in northern Colorado, just like in Colorado Springs, they're going to want to jump here from all over the country, from other areas. And the prophetic people, like the cowboys on the rodeo circuit, the calf roping event, they're going to want to get their ropes out and get their piece of the action. Uh-uh. God is against this. God is against this type of competition. This is the move of the Holy Spirit. It is going to be pure. It is going to be holy. It is going to be righteous. It's going to be uncontaminated by the flesh. going to be uncontaminated by the soul of man. going to be uncontaminated by the agendas of man. Satan will use these prophetic people too. Then you're going to have witchcraft. You're going to have the occult here in this area. So, going back to Highway 1 dropping down into northern Fort Collins. I'm on that road. I'm thinking, okay, I'm just obeying what the Holy Spirit told me. And as I'm driving, then the Lord gave me another word of knowledge. And it's kind of like, remember, in 2006, the move of God would move to northern Colorado. and I'm, I'm nodding and I'm thinking about it. The Lord said and three counties I'm relocating to three counties my move Well County and here's how the Holy Spirit speaks to me I'm going to relocate in Well County and the witchcraft in Well County is very powerful there is witchcraft in Well County Very powerful witchcraft. Very powerful people. Very wealthy people. Very evil people. In law enforcement. In government. At the university. On the ranches. Very powerful people. In witchcraft. And I understood that. And he says, but. Secondly, Larimer County. And the witchcraft in Larimer County is going to be more powerful than in Weld County. And great power being be in Weld, in Weld County because of UNC, the university. But the witchcraft in Larimer County is more powerful than Weld County because of CSU. And very powerful people connected internationally, government And I understand that. I understand with the Holy Spirit, this is the way He speaks to me. You, in your personality, God will speak to you, always, through your personality. You know God in a certain way because He has designed you in your personality to certain things will catch your attention. Certain things are appealing to you. Certain things are abhorring to you. You abhor. He speaks to you in your personality. He knows you, and he'll speak to you in the way in which he can communicate to you. His ways never change. He's real. He's very real. He is more real than you can even imagine. For those that don't know Christ, I hope you're listening. I'm telling you how real the Holy Spirit is. And through these examples I'm giving you, yes, God does communicate with His people. He does communicate with men. He doesn't just communicate through storms and earthquakes and tidal waves, things of that nature, through events in the, in the solar system. He communicates with His people because He lives inside of them. And He speaks to them clearly. So the Lord's telling me the witchcraft in Larimer County is more powerful than Weld County because of the university CSU. He says, but the witchcraft in Boulder County is even more powerful than in Larimer County because of CU and because of all the covens And all the generational Satanists. In all three counties, but especially in Boulder County. And then the Holy Spirit told me, Great evil will come out of Boulder County. Great evil. The greatest evil will come out of Boulder County. So evil. And it will affect not just Boulder County. It will affect the state of Colorado. It will affect the world. Great evil will come out of Boulder County. The Lord said, these are the counties where I am lighting. I am going to set down my move in these three occult counties in northern Colorado. And I understood that. This is how the Lord is with revelation. Now you know. Now you know. You also know the enemy. Of this move of God. Religion. The prophetic people. That are going to want to. Tie up. Direct. Control. Stymie. Interfere with. Hinder. Pollute. The moving of the Holy Spirit. And the occult. And the, gov- the agencies in the occult. The, the government agencies. That are saturated with people in the occult. You want to know the truth. You want to have a vision. Without a vision, you're going to perish. So you people, you believers, watch out for religion. All these new churches that have sprung up, they're here to hinder the move of the Holy Spirit. They're here to deceive, to frustrate They're not all of God. Most of them are in the New Apostolic Reform movement. I'm going to give you a little more insight. One of the great evils that came out of the move in southern Colorado was the the New Apostolic Reform Movement. See Peter Wagner. Everybody idolizes this man. See Peter Wagner the concepts and he's he came out of dallas uh, theological seminary if i remember correctly out of dallas theological seminary most there's so much corruption so much evil so much false doctrine so much false teaching they come out of these prestigious prestigious christian theological centers and they're from hell don't speak about them, Don't speak about them. Don't speak out about these type of people. See Peter Wagner. Dominionism. Search up, search that word Dominionism. The Catholics, they're going to the Catholics believe they're going to be here forever and rule the coming world. No. The Catholic Church, just like all the other six churches, We are time-sensitive, time-sensitive. We only exist for 2,000 years. That's it. We don't go into the Millennial Kingdom. No churches will go into the Millennial Kingdom. All seven churches, the members of the seven churches, are going to be raised from the dead, or else a resurrection to the judgment seat of Christ. There will be no Catholic church in the Millennial Kingdom. No Lutheran churches, Episcopalian. There will be no no segment of Protestantism. There will be no Evangelical churches, no Pentecostals, Messianics, none. There will be no churches. The churches of God at resurrection end. Their work is over. They're finished. I have people that believe that The churches are going to, we're going to continue to preach the gospel in the millennial kingdom. No. No, no. There will be no preaching of Jesus Christ in the millennial kingdom. Christ will be ruling the world. Through his people. So coming back to 2015. Now I know where the move is going to be. Now I'm going to, I don't like to say too much, but I have to tell you. In 2006, when I am presenting this to the audience in Las Vegas, Nevada, that the move of Colorado is done, is over. God is relocating. And then the Lord told me, I'm going to relocate my move to northern Colorado. And I didn't say this on air. This is the first time I will ever ever have said this on air. But I'll tell you the truth, to be honest with you. Via the gifting of the Holy Spirit. This is why the giftings are so important. And the Lord said something to me which I didn't repeat on the air. And the Lord said, I want you to protect it. So he asked me to protect this move in northern Colorado. Well, I don't know what it's all about. I don't really understand it. I don't have full revelation. But what he meant is, you tell my people what's going to come to interfere with it. That is how I'm protecting it. I'm protecting it by just telling you. Witchcraft, the prophets of the area and the religion of the area. That is what the Lord meant. Protect it from what is Satan is going to do. Protect it from what is coming. That's what I want you to do. So by telling you, I am protecting it. Because now you can look. You can begin to watch. And you can go in to meet other Christians. And you're going to have to have discernment. Are they part of the new apostolic reform movement? Are they part of the movement that is dominionist, where they're going to take over the world and rule the world for for Christ? Are they part of the move where all the young people are now given the mantle to take over the church? No such thing. The church has always been put in the hands of little children, young men, fathers. Never put into the hand of just the young people, the young men. So if you don't know scripture, you're going to get caught. You're going to be fooled. You're going to be deceived. You're going to really become actually part of the problem. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is going to protect. This is the final move before he returns. This is the beginning of the final work of God on the earth here in Northern Colorado. God is going to protect it. God is going to, to accomplish what he wants to accomplish.
9: What type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I will work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin, Son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602 909 9048. Again, 602 909 9048.
4: Okay, and uh... so, I guess the reason that the Lord wanted me to come in and uh, go live again today, I didn't plan, I have all my notes, I have the verses, I have what I wanted to present, but about about an hour ago, hit a Y in the road and I decided, okay, Holy Spirit, we'll go this way. You, many of you, who have supported me through prayer and finances because of your support for me, you will get the revelation and insight that the Holy Spirit has given me for this time that we're in, in less than a decade, a decade, I don't believe it can be more than a decade, we are going to be in eternity with Christ. We are going to be with Him. We are going to rule and reign with Him for a thousand years. We are going to live in our eternal bodies For eternity, this is how close we are. We have been called by the Holy Spirit to end the age. To end this period of time. To watch, to be here, to see the tares. The wheat and the tares will be in the field to grow together. The tares within the church. All of those that have infiltrated the church presenting themselves to be Christians, the tares. We're going to see within the churches true religion and the hypocrites. We're going to see the, the reality of who in the, the responsible men in the body of Christ who were called by God and not by man called by God, not by the will of the flesh, not by the will of blood, we're going to see those individuals that have been ordained to positions of authority and given power by the Holy Spirit to lead a group within the body of Christ. To lead them to engage with the forces of hell just like the prophets. The prophets always engaged. And the spirit of the prophet is subject to the the prophet. I do not allow, should I be a a pastor of a a sizable congregation and we were to have a uh, a weekend night where we are going to allow and where the Lord, let's say, would request that He come and there be just a time of prayer for people that that have physical issues, mental issues. I would not allow craziness. I would not allow people laying on the floor crawling like snakes. I would not allow anybody howling like a dog. No, there's no order in this. But in the Pentecostal world, they have allowed this type of madness, allowed this weirdness, strangeness. No, the prophets are to control their spirit. The spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. We're not to allow ourselves to drift into the flesh, into the soul, into the bizarre into chaos, into madness. God's children are sound. They're sound. They're not odd. They're not weird. They're not strange. Now, on the day of Pentecost, people think, well, this was just a bunch of babble. No, no. If you view this from what the scripture says with the day of Pentecost when the Spirit fell upon believers, it didn't fall upon the crowds. It fell upon the believers. And the Spirit fell upon them. They were from that area. They spoke one language. Basically Hebrew. But here, these disciples... This group, they're communicating in other languages. In Latin, in Greek, in, in who knows how many different languages. People from all over the area, from all over that world. Different languages. These weren't like languages that weren't recognized in some other nations. This was, this was a baptism where men who didn't have a second or third language were speaking. They were bilingual or maybe trilingual. These are people that were, I guess you'd say, what? Unilingual? Just one language? Now they're speaking in another language? This can only happen through the power of the Holy Spirit. This was just the beginning. And the Holy Spirit, uh, uh, they presented this in the book of Acts to show us that when the baptism of the Holy Spirit comes, it's not going to be a bunch of babble. It's going to be, it will be, it will be something that will be understandable. Now I've heard, you know, some people going in some kind of a language I don't understand. And I don't know what the language is, but I trust the individual, and they maybe they speak in tongues and they know what, what they're saying. I, I have no idea. But then there are others that I'm not so sure about. But when there is chaos, when there is the absence of order, then we have to be careful. Because Satan loves to excite the flesh, excite the soul. What I mean by excite the soul, you go to a football game, basketball game, a sports event, these people are not displaying the Holy Spirit. This is the uh, demonstration of the soul. They're in the emotions. That is not the Holy Spirit. You can go into services where there's praise and worship, and they can be loud. They can be praising at the top of their lungs. That's not the soul. That is praising and worshiping in the Holy Spirit. And don't think that worshiping in the Holy Spirit has to be quiet and you know and no i've been in meetings where we were so full of joy and i'm i am just praising the lord because he's so real and i'm not quiet about it i'm not maybe yelling as loud as everybody else but i am pretty loud i'm pretty excited about who this individual that I know, I've given you example after example after example of the baptism of the Holy Spirit and how God has used that, those gifts, to give the revelation to me for my future, for the sake of God's children, for the sake of the people here in northern Colorado. And you, though you have who have been faithful to assist me, to pray for me, You get the best. You get the best. I'm giving this to you. Maybe there are others that are uh, enjoying and being helped. That's what I want. I pray that God will expand the audience to those that need to listen. There are many, the Holy Spirit is working in many areas all over this country. I'm not called to minister in a move of God in Texas. And unless the Holy Spirit were to tell me to go be part of that work, without His permission, I wouldn't go. It's kind of like that game we used to play, Simon Says. That is the best example I can give you. Without the leading of the Holy Spirit and permission of the Holy Spirit, Stay put. This is where God has called me to minister. He didn't call me to, though I may do ministry in other areas of the country, through the radio, whatever. My main work is here in northern Colorado. Yes, my work may affect those Christians up and down the front range but my main work is here in northern Colorado this is where the holy work of the Holy Spirit is now two weeks of the sea, two weeks ago not last Sunday not the Sunday before the Sunday before that no 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 it was two weeks ago on Mother's Day I'm minding my own business, I pre-recorded, I was going out to criticize my program, and I'm very critical of myself because I I make too many mistakes, so I'm trying not to, so I listen to the program to critique and get upset, and uh, I chastise myself, you're not head But anyhow, I'm minding my own business. I get up and I'm heading out. And the Holy Spirit tells me, Lord, I cover this all with the blood, your blood for just the ears of your people only. I don't want the devil, the demons, the children of the devil to know anything. Blind their minds. Make them deaf so they can not hear. Protect what I'm going to say. So the Lord tells me, I want you to go out east of Denver. And I want you to drive west. I want you to make the sign of the cross east to west, I-70. Go around the south side or the west side of Denver. I think that's what, 470? I can't remember the name of that three lane two lane highway go to the south end of denver and then north on i25 so put in other words put a cross right in the middle of denver and so and at the same time i'm praying so i actually there's just like the just like the cross bennett west down at the the county line north. And the Lord told me, he said, the reason I'm having you do this is because my people, the head of the cross will be northern Colorado. The foot of the cross will be Colorado Springs. That is how clear the Holy Spirit is. So in other words, when you place the cross in the ground, the top would be northern Colorado, the bottom would be Colorado Springs, Pueblo. I'll include Pueblo. And the Lord told me, I am going to cross out by my the power of my cross, I am going to cross out the work of the flesh, the work of the soul, the work of the demonic. I want to cross out that work in my people. I want them to live in my spirit. I want them to cross out their fallen nature. I want them to cross out what they are. Just by nature, they have to be holy. They have to be pure. They have. They. They have to be righteous. The deeds of the flesh, they have to cross out the deeds of the flesh. The desires of their heart, which are the lust of the flesh, the lust of the of the, uh, the pride of life, the lust of the soul. How did the verse go up? Lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. All of this has to be put on the cross. It has to be crossed out. For my move in Colorado, the things of man have to be crossed out. They, things of man were crossed out with the apostles and with the early church. For me to be successful, the nature must be crossed out. The flesh and the, the, the uh, plans of man. Must be crossed out. They're to be led by my spirit, not pushed by a purpose driven church. Purpose driven. Uh uh. Even Christ wasn't purpose driven, he had a purpose, but he was led. Whatever he saw his father do, that is what he did. He wasn't pushed. He was led into the wilderness to be tempted. This is the principle of the people of God that are going to be successful with the Lord. You must be led. You can't be pushed. There is no purpose-driven church. This is the New Apostolic Reform Movement. This, uh... What was the guy's name that wrote the book? Purpose-Driven Church? Uh, This guy, I don't even think he's a Christian. I don't even think I can't think of his name. Rick Warren, you you can't prove to me Rick Warren is a believer. As far as I'm concerned, uh, he talks. He appears to be. He seems to be. He looks to be, mm, but isn't. I don't believe he's even a believer. From what I from my own observation, and with a book like Purpose Driven Church. No, no, this doesn't match Scripture. It doesn't even match what the Bible says. We're not a purpose-driven church. We're a body of believers that are led by the Holy Spirit. Christ said, uh, Christ didn't say, I'm going to push you out. No. He said, follow me. He leads His people into green pastures. His sheep are to be Led there to be follow here there to follow him, not to be pushed into some kind of great purpose like taking over the world. I don't know. I have friends that were that know uh, Rick Warren. Oh, he's a great guy. da da da. He's a wonderful this and that. I don't think so. In my own personal view. No, Schofield. Schofield, well, yeah, the Schofield Bible. The guy was a... Schofield, I don't even think, was a Christian. Wasn't even a born-again believer. So. So, anyhow, I took a drive through Denver. And the Lord told me what He wants. The foot of the cross would be Colorado Springs. The head of the cross would be... Northern Colorado. The direction for the move of God in Colorado will come from Northern Colorado. The move of my spirit in Northern Colorado needs to be protected from religion, from the prophetic world, for the pr- prophetic people who will want to tie it up, who bring their ropes and you have one arena, one horse. No, no. These guys don't go by the rules. Four, horse, four horses in the arena at one time? No. And then thirdly, the occult. Don't think the witchcraft isn't going to fight the move of God in northern Colorado. They will. But, remember... The mountain, Christ's kingdom will grow. Christ's kingdom, we are members of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. There is a group within the body of Christ called the Ecclesia, and the gates of hell will not prevail against the Ecclesia. It's impossible. The balance of the great majority of the body of Christ of the family of God they're being prevailed against they have been deceived this new apostolic reform movement see peter wagner the great evil came right out of colorado springs you might say the the main booster that that really began to move the apostasy in this nation came right out of colorado springs Through the teachings of C. Peter Wagner and Bill Johnson out in California, Reading, and different people in Asia. And oh, these are big, massive churches. Be careful. Big, massive churches. I told you last week that it took a hurricane to to destroy Joel Olstein. God has other hurricanes to destroy Yonggi Chow and all these other, Benny Hinn. God has other ways to destroy these type of people. But Joel Olstein, God brought a hurricane right into Texas and flooded it, and Joel Olstein is now peddling cosmetics. He was never called by God, never ordained by God. I don't know anything about his father like I mentioned last week. He may be I don't know anything about his dad. If Joel is a representation of who his dad is, forget it. There's not going to be much fruit come out of the father's ministry either. Then I look at you know, I don't want to be critical with I watched the Jesus the, the Jesus movement film. It was only one segment of what really happened in the Jesus movement. It's not complete. Too many questions, too many holes. Out of it came Greg Laurie and Chuck Smith. But like I said, said, I look at the tree, and this is how we have to view it. If you want to view things the way that the Scripture says... You look at the tree, and you look at the fruit. Did, was there an army that came out of Chuck Smith's ministries? And if so, what kind of an army? Had they learned how to fight spiritual battles, or just occupy? With Greg Laurie, what kind of fruit I look at a man by the name of Derek Prince. I look at the fruit coming out of his ministry and I compare it to Greg Laurie and to Chuck Smith. I have, I know people that have been part of the Calvaries. Uh, you almost have to sign a document that says that I believe in a pre trib rapture again doctrine of demons another doctrine of demons america isn't in the bible another doctrine of demons antichrist will come from the catholic church the catholic church is one of the lampstands of god it's one of the lampstands as and all the lampstands have their problems all the fun, all the lampstands are dysfunctional. You know. Well, I'm going to end the program. I apologize. I only have three hours. I have more to present to you. But we're done. God bless you. I mean, may the God of heaven bless you with His Holy Spirit. So mightily, God bless you, I I don't know how to bless you more perfectly than to just say, may God bless you this week, may God be with you, may God keep you, protect you for his great purpose, Rick Rodriguez.
9: Looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got
5: all your My Pillow products: mattress topper, bed sheets, My Pillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Whoa, whoa, Charles! Everyone now can get My Pillow products at huge discounts at mypillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to mypillow.com. Use your promo code KHNZ to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products. or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited, and once they're gone, they're gone. Use your promo code
3: KHNC.
8: Accidents can happen at any time and any place. Preparing ourselves is critical to being able to respond with confidence. Serious bleeding events are scary, but having Bleed Stop handy can give you the edge. Just pour it directly in the wound and apply direct pressure Clotting happens in seconds. KHNC listeners get 20% off on the You're products listed. The of the Visit the KHNC, K-H-N-C website at
0: 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Welcome to the Mike and Doug Show. I'm Doug. Hi, Mike.